Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Welcome, Mile of Music Festival director Ian Thompson. Welcome, sir. Hey, guys. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah, yeah I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, it was only it only felt like yesterday. Uh, I was in on the boat and I ran into you and we got to talking, and um, and now you're here, and it's just like I mean, it's it, it's amazing how the the rock boat community can just paths intertwine. And and then learning about this amazing festival, Mile of Music Festival. Uh, so thanks for finding time. This is awesome. Absolutely, man. Thank thank you for the time. I think yeah. I think the last time we we met and chatted, we were all wearing headphones. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, dancing, and there's you know a lot of a lot of switching back and forth. Oh, green? No, we're we're on red. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible if they had like a he- a pair of headphones where you could multi toggle. Like, I wonder if that would, like, that would probably play some tricks on your brain. <laughs> you guys, so, the audio people, would love that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, before we touch on Mile of Music Festival, how 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 many boats have you been on, the, like, rock, rock boats? Rock boats? I've been on four of them. Nice. And yeah. what was your first boat? Um, first one was 2018. Okay. I was on as a guest. Um, 2018, 2019 as a guest, and then uh, got the uh, the privilege and opp- and uh, opportunity to work uh, on them. Um, 2021 was the first one I worked on. Awesome. And what was that experience like? Switching from guest to you know being part of the of the inner circle, some would say. <laughs> um, it was absolutely a soul enriching experience. I mean, it, it to to work for Six Man is is absolutely just that a soul enriching experience. It's phenomenal. You know, I'm so humbled to get to work with so many talented, way way more talented than than I am uh, individuals. Um, you know, they do such an amazing job at bringing so many people from different disciplines of the music industry and and event industry um, and bringing them together and you know to create and help. Uh, execute and facilitate their events and i'm very very uh happy to be a part of it yeah nice it's it's always neat to like i think in life like your your journey takes you to certain directions but like that's just got to be such a cool experience just like being a guest and the next thing you know you're like immersed in this amazing community and you're right they are filled at six men with people who truly love music and that's obviously can be seen and you know the field that you're in and and what you do so uh kudos to you and and that progression of the love for music man yeah so 2018 as a guest which artist made you commit to this or how did you hear about it through friends or uh yeah it was actually through a band called wild adriatic nice Nice. they were on i think uh 16 and 17 and uh they were also a milo music alum uh, as well um if you follow them you know they have a song named appleton mm-hmm. um, came from from here 
Um, but then they were just, you know, we were actually, I forget this, we were at a place here in Appleton. They did a one-off show. And uh, they said to my wife, Jess, and I, said, you guys definitely have to come on. And I think uh, we got on the waiting list uh, for 2017, didn't, didn't make that, and then got on the waiting list for 2018, but, and then made it on for that time. Nice. Yeah. So cool. We have a, a funny story, and I don't know if you've heard it, but we had Mateo on from Wild Adriatic. Oh, nice. Awesome. Hilarious human being. Oh, he's, he's so genuine. I love Mateo. He's... And so we're we're shooting back and forth emails, right? Picking out a date and a time. And then we finalize everything, and he sends me one last email, and it says, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to chatting. I'll have to tell you the story about when Scott Terry punched me in the face. Backstage. On the boat, backstage. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I'm like in a conundrum. I'm like, ah, if this is real, I wonder if Scott's going to want this out there. So... He comes on, uh, we do the podcast, and they got to the end of the podcast, and I was like, so, uh, do you want to talk about that story? Oh, he's like, oh, dude, I was just kidding. I was just making sure you read your email. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that that's Mateo. Yeah, just making sure you're paying attention. It's like, you know, it's like an artist writer, you know? They're just making sure you're paying attention. That's that's exactly. <laughs> what, what was, um, what, what has been one moment since now working with you know four six man uh that you like st like sticks out in your mind more so than other boats um maybe from like the last boat um in terms of like just overall experience or you know let's split it down the middle let's do like your personal experience and then like because you obviously love music so there's the personal yeah. connection and then you have the professional side so uh let's let's go with both sure yeah i, I think that uh well, one that, that kind of overlaps both is just the opportunity and ability to learn yeah. and to become a better person. And I think by you know having that opportunity to work with, with Six Man and those, those, like I said, those talented folks um, enables me to, to learn and grow both professionally and personally from them. You know, I get to sit, like, you know, as they say in Hamilton, I get to sit in the room where it happens and, you know, just kind of absorb um all the the things from from those folks um you know then just being able to take a little bit of that from and apply it to you know to our community i think what we've between mile of music and what six men has done you know it's, it's symbiotic as well we build community yeah mm -hmm. and i think that's what you know we both do very well and being able to take elements of like what they're doing and how they're doing not only what they're doing but like i said how they're doing it and applying that uh, over to here too, to, and I think vice versa. I think you know we all work together to help each other and make each other stronger. Yeah. So, Mile of Music, two hundred artists, forty venues, August third to the sixth. Let's let's go back to the beginning, right? I think it started in what twenty thirteen. It started, correct? Correct. Yes, twenty thirteen. Can you, and then, like, take us back to 2013 and how it all kind of came together uh yeah it was it was created um as an economic development tool for our downtown um nice. by dave wolms who is a marketing uh person and he kind of got the concept um back by late 80s early 90s he did some the marketing firm he worked at at the time he did some work with uh, south by southwest 
And it was uh, like February of 2013. He was at a, a meeting, um, a downtown economic meeting. And he kind of came home and thought, you know, what if we did something like South by, but here in Appleton? Um, so the festival was launched in May of 2013 for an August of 2013. Event. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. How much you've <laughs> learned since then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we kind of well, I get to that, but we we repeated that in 2021. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they just I, my wife Jess and I became volunteers uh, the first year, um, which is how I, I just got involved because I've, like you said, a love for music, a love for community, um, and just from going to to various music festivals from you know, back in the day all the way up to uh, to when it started. So I just wanted to lend my helping hand and. That just kind of grew into uh, to a full career now. Wow. So moving from 2013, as a, and it's so neat too, by the way, to, to hear like being a volunteer, like, and then to the position you're at now. Um, before we started recording, for those that are listening, we're talking about this war room type of thing that Ian has going on right now to help the festival and, and strategically <laughs> plan things. And what is what's the most challenging part of organizing for you in your role um and organizing an event that has 200 artists i think just just that you know putting together um you know putting together the the logistics components putting together all the sets i mean it's not just 200 artists i mean they're playing multiple shows throughout the weekend so we have you know this year being our 10th year we're, we're actually gonna have 230 artists they're going to be playing 700, a little over 700 sets of music over the course of four days. That's insane. So that that's the, the sets is the challenging part because then it's like, you know, a lot of these, some of these band members overlap. So they'll say like, like just this past weekend, I learned um, there's a bass player playing in two different projects. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, well, thank you for telling me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it's like, okay, so now I got to, you know, the way I schedule, I have, all the venues up on boards. Some of you may have seen it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do tease that a little bit. And then uh, all the artists get written on a sticky note. And that's kind of how it starts the whole process. It's a little cumbersome, but managing that many sets, um, you know, it's a good way to, to visualize it all. So I'd say, yeah, that, that's definitely the most challenging component of it. Um, booking is, it's fun, you know, to book all the talent. It's a lot of fun because, you know, I, I love to discover new music too. So um, and that's really what Milo Music is about. It's, um, it's a major North American music festival for developing artists. And it's, you know, we say discover artists that you don't know but should. Well, it's it's neat to see, too, some of the, uh, you know, obviously checking out the Instagrams. You guys do an amazing job keeping people updated, teasing us a little bit. Um, yeah. And it's neat. I always love it when, and I've said this before, like when, and, and you can attest to this too, Ian, you see like a major music festival somewhere, right? And it doesn't even have to be like a like a global sensation like an Elton John or a Bon Jovi, but like you see a poster and it's got like Megan Slanker's name on it. It's like, oh, now her. This is gonna be cool. Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of what's that like for you to be able to like bring that uh entertainment level to lovers of music? Uh, it's it's fun. I, I just, you know, I I really do enjoy making people happy, you know, and if I could you know, I don't write music and I'll play music, um, but I get a chance to work with all these talented folks who 
who also entertain and, and give um, happiness to people. I remember there was something I read where it said it was scientifically proven that live music makes us happy 100% of the time. And I'm just really humbled to be a part of that, you know, that, that environment, this ecosystem of ours yes. um, that you guys are also a part of it as, as supporters and, you know, the, the positivity that you all bring to it's, it's part of that ecosystem. And it's really, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah. I, I have, and I mentioned Megan Slankard for a reason. I just want to give her a shout out. She just, she just sang the national anthem at the San Francisco giants game, um, which was kind oh, of, that's cool. all. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. Like good for her. That's she's just getting it. That's awesome. Um, and I know that like, for me, it's like seeing like Farrell, Newski, Everett, and then the amazing Brian Ficchino. Uh, yeah. Mo Lauda, John Tyler Wiley, Steve Everett, the Brevet, the astronomers, Wesley Arms, the JD Iker. <laughs> you guys did your homework. You know, uh, <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard not to follow like the artists that come out. Um, whether you're following the artist and they're letting you know that they're playing at this festival, or uh, it's through your socials. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I follow. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm massively into the social media game, but uh, I do look at social media every day. So you're able to keep up with it, and yeah. I think it's. I think the release is great. Um, I like the slow release because uh, you start to keep remembering uh, all of the different bands along the way that are going to be attending. Yeah, that's something that, um, you know, again, from, from having the, the Dave being a marketing uh, person and having some marketing folks on staff here, the release schedule, the rolling and lineup announcements, that was a way to build and continue to build excitement and then hold attention too. And then also the digest, you know, 230 artists, if we just, threw it out on post one poster and then <laughs> out it went and you're looking at you know all those lines you'll miss you'll miss a few and this way it gets you a chance to to dive in and then you know when you just see 10 or, or even 20 artists on a, on a little um poster a little graphic you could digest that a little more and then dig into the you know there's your streaming services and and um, check them out how much of an impact does this music festival have on Appleton? And can you let everybody know, like maybe, uh, like like reference, like how big Appleton kind of is? Yeah. Um, well, for you guys personally, I mean, Appleton's about the size and, and feel of Bethlehem. Okay. Yeah. So I'm originally from Allentown. Yeah. Um, you know so the six one zero number. <laughs> yeah, you're part of the world. Um, yeah, I moved moved here to Appleton about uh, fifteen, little over fifteen years ago. And Appleton is about, uh, about for those who don't know Bethlehem, it's about 74 to 75,000 people. Nice. And over the course of the four days, Milo Music brings in an estimated 80,000 wow. uh, plus uh, people over those course of four days. So it really does take over our downtown, uh, plus our riverfront where some of our venues are. Um, it generates about a $4.5 million, uh, million, $4 million economic development for just our downtown. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of these venues, especially now post pandemic, um, they really, you know, it's really gives them a bump, um, that these spaces are in and as well as the artists too. I mean, what it does for the artists too. And, you know, we've, we've just the amount of positive feedback we've heard from artists who play this festival and want to play it every year. 
it's it does some, something for their souls in a positive way too um years ago we back in 2019 we had an artist um that said they were just on the brink of just putting the music aside just you know getting a getting a desk job and this rejuvenated them and made them want to write again um so it's you know it's stories like that 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 really you know really touch us and keep us going too and and on to piggyback off of that you can then also see it for like uh on the flip side a band that's you know you know putting in the hustle every month every week every year and then as posters come out for for music festivals you see their names slowly rising yeah mm-hmm. and like that's got to be like extremely rewarding just like i i mean for being a rock boater and and, and seeing that with like a like a slacker you know like like who would have thought like wow from rock boat to playing in the the national anthem to mile of music it's it's so awesome to see that progression yeah yeah and just again you know again that that symbiotic community uh, engagement community involvement from like what the rock boat does and what mile of music does um you know it has passionate fans uh, that attend it every year and support these artists throughout the year. It's not just those four days or five days if it's on the rock boat. It's throughout the year. And that's why, you know, entities like yourself or like, you know, some of these house show networks or, you know, take like Rock by the Sea mm-hmm. where, you know, Megan just played there and a lot of the rock yeah. boat folks played there. And, and you know, it's just that community that, that gets built and then carried through throughout the rest of the year. So, yeah, it is. it's really cool to see that, you know, looking back at, some of the artists that we've had, you know, our alumni, you know, we had Sturgill Simpson before nice. he was Sturgill, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, uh, Barty Strange or Solice or Devin Gilfillian, um, Birds of Chicago, you know, some of those artists, you know, Allison Russell's and was, uh, you know, was half of Birds of Chicago and now she's touring with Brandy Carlisle. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, you know, for, for the people out there that are listening to this that have not been to Mile of Music that are going this year, what is something new this year that they can expect to see that, you know, if, if you're allowed to say it, I, I don't know, but is there something that you try to add every year? And if so, what would the new thing be this year? Yeah, we always try to, to keep keep things fresh, add, add a few little activities here and there, bring some things back that that worked, you know, we, yeah. we're not afraid to try something. And if it doesn't work, then we know it not to do that again. Um, <laughs> one of the things, um, just a, just a quick point out too, for those of you who don't know, Milo music is free to attend. Um, it is 100% sponsorship driven and community funded. That is incredible. So, yeah. So we, I know I say we're artist focused and community forward and the community forward component is, I mean that the community really, moves this festival forward and uh, we also for our artists offer what's called artist care and all of our artists are um, all of our performing artists and sound engineers have the ability to have free dental care audiology mental health massage therapy um, and other services provided to by the community as well that's outstanding yeah but uh now is that is that really hard to like kind of put was that hard to put together in the beginning and keep going year in and year out cuz i guess you would need like the community to remain you know on board with this going on does, does yeah. it ever become like any issues there 
Uh, no, no, the community really has kind of embraced it and they look forward to it every year. Like I said, you know, it gives our, our partner venues uh, a nice little bump, uh, you know, with the economic revenue that it generates. And then, you know, with the, obviously sponsorships are, are kind of a, a difficult task, especially post pandemic. Um, but, you know, the community itself really embraces it. Um, the artist care program was created by, was brought to our attention and created by a local dentist um, who's also a part-time musician. Said, you know, hey, I have this great idea and I got some colleagues I could bring into it. Um, yeah, so it, it really works out. Now, as far as merch goes, I mean, we all know on the boat where the merch is at. So, like, yeah. um, artists will, I'm imagining, you know, if you're helping them out with dental and, sell, you know, all those things, I imagine you guys give them the platform to sell their merchandise. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, merch um, being artist focused. Um, you know, it's, they, they have the ability to sell their merch 100%. Uh, goes back to the artists um, and that's all they, they sell right at their right at their stages so we have right next to the stages we'll have little merch areas merch tents awesome. um, and you can go and, and meet and greet the artists there and you know check out the stuff they have and then you know people are going to go and they're going to be hungry and they're going to want us to get some beverages i'm assuming lots of food vendors and stuff yeah, definitely, definitely food vendors. Um, a lot of these uh, stages or shows, what we do is what's different too is we're taking like, say, a bar, mm -hmm. uh, or a little pub restaurant. Perfect example. We, yeah, and so we put a stage in the in the back of it, and then you can get food there. Okay. Um, we'll also have food trucks, um, at various venues. One of the the our Lawrence University is a local university here. We put a a bigger truck stage on the lawn area there and then we'll have kind of a bunch of food trucks and beer and uh, wine vendors around that area as well awesome. so you really can't go hungry or thirsty here at all <laughs> that's that's important you gotta yes. gotta keep people happy <laughs> so so is it an actual mile did you it, uh measure it, it out? it is well it's it's just under a mile by like a few feet um but yeah it's essentially from one end of our college avenue to the other and then down on our on our waterfront uh, area Cause, too, because it's a real catchy it's a real catchy name. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is just just about a mile. I guess that's by a few feet. <laughs> so what time do these? Is the first show starting, and what time does the last show finish up in a given day? Yeah, it's it's simply about a twelve to thirteen hour day of programming. So we have two styles of rooms. So our, our listening rooms are more for your singer-songwriter, acoustic performers. So they'll start about noon and run till about 9.30. Um, mainly because, again, one of those trial and errors that we learned from um, years past is they when they went later, so did the alcohol consumption. <laughs> so then the, the listening aspect went away. Um, so we just kind of cut, cut that programming off about 9.30. The full band rooms, and uh, outdoor stages, they'll start about one uh, thirty, two o'clock, and they'll go eleven p.m. outdoor. That's our city city curfew, and then um, midnight to twelve thirty uh, indoor. Sounds like an amazing day. Yeah, and then then we have um, what's called the Milo Music Bus uh, as one of our stages. So it's a city bus oh, um, wow. that they retrofit. We put a kind of a system PA system in there. Um, they take the windows out, um, and you get a busload of people and the performers in the back, and then they yeah. do a nice little loop 
around our downtown and that becomes a, a moving stage if you will so if you have you know those of us are, are used to a boat that moves um this is a bus so <laughs> that's so cool chris loves the elevator I... shows, but this this is like an elevator on wheels that's incredible yeah. <laughs> that's fascinating so, so that's one of the, the one of the things that are, are back this year we have not been able to do it um since 2019 um due to the pandemic and restrictions that happened and you know all the things that, that happened throughout from that but uh, we're excited to have that back this year that's awesome and if mm-hmm. and if people that are listening want to follow mile of music go by uh get the information where can they um you know access you guys out on social media yeah everything is just at mile of music fest so mile of music fest um on all the socials and then of course mile of music uh, dot com as well awesome ian thank you so much a for your amazing work that you're doing that's just so cool to just to know the progression of from volunteer to where you're at now at this festival that is just badass um oh, thank you and seeing things come back that were there um like the bus we just spoke about and uh and you guys just being all in it for the artists Thank you so much. And uh, oh, thank you guys. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Emin. Appreciate appreciate what you guys do and all the positivity you bring for for our ecosystem and you know for the rock boat and for Six Man. Man, it's it's awesome to see all the things you do and, and the growth you had too. So kudos appreciate to you guys. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Super nice. Yeah, well, and well, I assume I assume you'll be on Rock Boat twenty three and twenty four. I, I hope to be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Get those headphones ready. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love. You know. I. I love. One of the best things I love is is that silent disco, uh, the headphone disco. It's it's awesome. And you know, if we could do something like that here, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Over the <laughs> <Yeah>. top. <laughs> so cool. Well, I guess we we will see you on the boat, and uh, you know. Best of luck to Mile Music, and uh, it's going to be kick-ass. Can't wait to see the pictures and, and whatnot. So get out there, people, and go. So let's go. Um, and, uh, you know, August 30th. we got to make it up to Appleton at some point. Yeah. For sure. I, I for couldn't sure. do it this year. I'm the one holding this group back. But let's oh, let's aim for 24. So he's the one. Yeah. Come on out, guys. It's always one definitely, of them. Definitely come on out and do a live podcast. Or that'd be pretty that'd be that fun. That would be sick. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. My answer is yes. So, <laughs> so I'll, right. just, I'll just book a few more rock boat bands for, for next year, too. Well, then, okay. yeah, come on out. <laughs> Sweet. Ian, thank you so much for your time, man. All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yep. Chat soon. Bye-bye.